May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Well, it's very nice to see so many of you on this long Thanksgiving weekend. I uh, drove to the airport yesterday and there's just so many cars, so it's good to see you. So I want to tell you that, uh, well, I have a confession. Let me put it that way. I'm not very good at waiting. I get really, really impatient if I have to stand in long lines waiting for my turn at just about anything. Or if I'm driving and the speed limit is 60 and somebody's doing 30, I get really impatient. Or if I have to drive behind somebody who's really slow. What really drives me nuts though is if I call a business and I get put on terminal hold, listening to some really, really bad music. So here I am in the season of Advent and it's all about waiting. So this is going to be a tough month for me, so be patient. So, as I said, it is the first day of Advent. The church vestments have changed, blues and purples. The Advent wreath is up. The first candle is lit. And it's the beginning of a new church year. And you would think that the church year would begin with a big event, something splashy that catches our attention, makes us sit up and take notice. A birth, or a death, or resurrection. Nope. It begins by waiting. It begins in quiet waiting. But it's a waiting that is full of expectation and wonder. We are waiting and we are watching for the coming of the Christ child. We are waiting and we are watching for the coming of the kingdom of God. New life and new hope into our world and into our lives. The fulfillment of God's promise to us. Advent is a time that stands in contrast to the busyness of our world and, and this Christmas season. We are being asked to slow down, to be still. One writer said that Advent is, it's not the time when we prepare for Christmas. It's the time that we are being prepared for Christmas. Let us walk in the light of the Lord. We hear these words from the prophet Isaiah in the darkest time of the year. The nights are longer and they're colder and there's violence in our communities. A New York Times headline this week wrote about empty chairs 
at the Thanksgiving tables this year due to the mass shootings in Virginia and Colorado. The headlines grim, relentlessly sad and heartbreaking. Rowan Williams writes that Advent is both a season of joyful expectancy, but it's also a season of poverty, the deep poverty of the imagination, where we can only stand helplessly before the outrages of this world, utterly at a loss for a word of meaning or hope. And yet Isaiah, Isaiah proclaims that the impossible is possible, that the world can be a better and a kinder and a gentler place. They shall beat their swords into plowshares. And yet, I don't know about you, but sometimes it feels like nothing ever changes, advent after advent. There's still violence, there's still war and division in our communities and in our world. And it can be really hard to hold on to the light, to hold on to hope, to remember that with God the impossible is possible. And I thought about that last night when I, when I watched a, a new holiday movie. It was cheesy but delightful. Uh, it's a modern take based on Dickens' Christmas Carol. And at the end of the movie, the ghost of Christmas present and the Scrooge-like character came to understand that change doesn't happen overnight and that there's no instant quick fix. It's one step at a time one candle at a time. And that's where we start the Sunday, lighting our one candle, putting on the armor of light, a light that can shine so brightly in our world, illuminating the darkness as we wait in trust and in belief that a greater light than this candle will come into our lives. And so we wait for that light, for God to renew and heal us in our broken world. It's a promise that's embodied in the birth of a baby baby born in a manger, in an obscure backwater town, in an occupied land, in a world torn by strife, hatred, division, and poverty. And so we wait for the birth of the child and for the kingdom of God to come just a little bit nearer. Jesus reminding us to stay awake, keep watch for the coming of the Lord. Waiting for something that is so audacious and mysterious and reality affirming that it has stayed in our hearts and our minds for over 2,000 years. The light of the Lord is coming. God is coming into our midst. As Krista Tippett writes, taking on the eyes and ears and hands and feet, hunger and tears, laughter and joy, pain and gratitude, and our redemptive need for one another. Advent is a time 
for hopes and dreams. To dream of a world as it could be, as it should be, as it ought to be, a better, kinder world, a reordered world, a world that is turned upside down and inside out, a world where children don't go hungry and there's no one on our streets living without shelter or warmth or human kindness, where people no longer die needlessly from gun violence, that the oppressed and the exploited are saved and the unjust systems of hierarchies are upended, that swords are beaten into plowshares and nations no longer lift their swords against other nations. And if that all just seems so hopeless and way too hard, Brene Brown tells us that hope is a function of struggle. Or as Charles Snyder so eloquently put it, a rainbow is a prison that sends shards of multicolored light in various directions. It lifts our spirits and it makes us think what, of what is possible. Hope is the same thing. It's a personal rainbow of the mind. So this Advent, let us wait with hope and think of what is possible, remembering that with God, the impossible is possible. And while we are waiting for the kingdom of God, let us also remember that its coming depends on us. And perhaps that's our message for today and for every day, that as a community, we put on our armor of light and head out those great doors and do all the good we can, whenever we can, wherever we can, one step at a time, one day at a time, to care for those who are caught in the dark, walking alongside them, lighting their way. And it would seem to me that if everyone just practiced basic kindness to one another in our work, in our homes, in our community, in our world, seeing Christ and serving Christ in friends and in strangers, welcoming all, worshiping and praying together, we could change the world and bring the kingdom of God just that much closer. And so, we light our candle and we wait. But we wait in hope, knowing that with God, the seemingly impossible is possible. And that is our Advent message. In Thomas Burton's words, into this world, this demented inn, which there is absolutely no room for them all at all, Christ comes uninvited. Advent is a season of waiting, but we wait with hope, knowing that God is coming into our midst, invited or uninvited. He arrives bringing light into the darkest corners of our lives and of our world, changing our lives and this tired old world forever.